0: savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping
1: Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast brought to you by another happy studios. The DNA test results show that he is the father. This is The Doctor's Daughter. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Still Got Legs, the only Doctor Who podcast in the world. It's the only one. No others exist, especially not any official ones from Doctor Who and BBC themselves. My name is Nathan. As always, I'm joined by my companion as we go on this adventure through space and time. His name is Lawrence Thomas Heisey. Hello, sir, and good morning.
2: Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, because it's the morning and release time. Is that where you're going with this?
1: Sure. Why not?
2: Okay, otherwise you're just you're painfully unaware and your sleep schedule is too fucked to understand that it is the evening. Nathan, I'm well. How are you? And how are you, audience? I realize we never ask them.
1: It's because they can't answer, Lawrence. This, this is a two-way conversation between me and you. Wow, they to, I like listening. to let
2: them in. I like to let them in on I let t-
1: them in at the end when we do the tweets and the emails and stuff. That's true.
2: I figure we could leave like a little gap like Dora the Explorer does so that they no. can just feel involved. I I I would hate that. <laughs> would you answer it though? Like would you would you just ignore it and be rude? If you were Depend, listening?
1: It depends on the mood, I mean, I guess. <laughs>
2: Some days you're like this is stupid and other days you're like I'm actually doing very very well. Thank you Lawrence and Nathan.
1: This is a great bit. Thank you. What are we doing here today, Lawrence? Where are we? What Nathan- day is it? What time is it? What year is it? Uh, none of that's relevant, but I will <laughs>
2: I, I will say that, Nathan, today we are talking about Season 4, Episode 6.
1: Well, what are you doing? You don't do this. Uh, well,
2: job? I'm throwing you off. Nathan, the episode is called The Doctor's Daughter. It is written by Stephen Greenhorn and directed by Alice Troughton. I don't know if you knew
1: that. I did know that. I can see it on the spreadsheet, which I wrote. Um, and designed. I wasn't reading from any sort of spreadsheet. I can literally see your icon appear on the spreadsheet, which indicates that you're looking... Okay, well, that just disappeared.
2: Yeah, because I closed the tab. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Not on the spreadsheet, just on something else.
1: All right, so I guess we're going straight into the Doctor's Daughter and not talking about the fact that we've now watched the 60th anniversary special, then.
2: I asked you if you wanted to do a little conversation about it up top, and you were like, no. No. That's what yeah. you said.
1: Yeah, because I was being mean to you. Oh, okay. Well, are you, are you, Do you want to talk about it? We can talk about it. No, because we'll talk about <laughs> it in <laughs> three You said no again. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because we'll, we'll talk about it in three And by the time this comes out, they'll have already seen the second one. That's true. Yeah, we're always kind of yes. behind. We're always a week behind, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but we, we have seen the first of three. Yes. And and doctor who is back. And I should clarify when I when I say doctor who is back, I'm not saying like it's it's back for the first time since 2017 or whatever, you know? Like <laughs> yeah, it, it's back since it left a year ago. That's what I'm saying. Okay? You're saying want to be very clear. Yes, I just want to yeah. yeah, so be very clear about that, okay?
2: <laughs> uh, anyway. Nathan Stephen Greenhorn wrote this, Alice Trouton directed it, The Doctor's Daughter. I'm aware. I've
1: seen it, Lawrence. I've seen the episode.
2: Whoa. Have you? I have. That's so, something that I do. I don't know if you mean? know this, but to prepare for these, I watch the episode.
1: I mean, barely. <laughs> like, oh, what do
2: you mean, oh, barely? I make the fucking notes. You.
1: That That is true. <laughs> <fair>. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> that is true
2: <laughs> but, uh, it's not lost on me the amount of times you've gone, so uh, what, what else you got to say?
1: <laughs> I just don't like making notes I just want to watch the episode I, I do can't... watch the episode, I pause it when I think of something, See, I write it down I can't be like... doing with that, I can't, be, I can't be pausing shit, it just takes me out of it I need to watch and enjoy the episode I can't be like Oh, let me pause this so I can write down. Oh, Martha said fucking bloody blah, blah. Like you know, I don't have time for this. I just want to watch Doki Who and enjoy myself. Okay, did you enjoy yourself then, Lawrence? I in. watched series four, episode six of Doctor Who, <laughs> hey. which is no. You did a wonderful job. Well done. Thank um, you. But that—that that is my job, and don't fucking touch it again. Oh, oh, and I promise. I'll pause off in the future unless I explicitly ask you to. Okay. Um, Lawrence, what happened? <laughs> no, even, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Because I have a few notes of my own, actually. Ooh. Like Rare five. Nathan don't, makes a note. Don't get excited. I have like five. Because I, I did like five at the beginning, and then I was like, nah. <laughs> I just watched the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> to give you some context,
2: <laughs> listeners at home, five, I, I break my notes up into general, episode, and then weirdo. And five notes. Oh, fuck, is weirdo. Just my general.
1: I don't even. I don't even. Four about weirdo. How do I? How have we been doing this podcast still this long, and I still forget about weirdo? Fuck. I normally remind you as well. I normally. We normally uh, have to ask each other at the start. You'll come to me, I'm sure. I'm um. Sure. Yes. Okay. So we pick up immediately where we left off last week. The um, the TARDIS has gone wild. The doors have slammed shut. We're hurling off into time and space. Uh, the doctor's hand is getting a little bit excited. <laughs> right, what's going? On? He needs to clean up this uh, tart. He's a he's a bit of a slob. Is the tenth doctor, isn't he? he?
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know if he's necessarily slobby. I just think he hasn't got any like cupboards. He doesn't. He hasn't got anywhere to put stuff. Well, no, because it's just one
1: big gross looking room with... and the big wardrobe <laughs> upstairs. It's the same fucking room, isn't it? No, Nathan, it's another wardrobe, no, a it's different the, room. It's the same room, they just put up some coat racks. Um, <laughs> look, I, I I, think that he's a bit of a slover, because we had that episode, what was it? It was the, the, um, the Runaway Bride. Was it the Runaway Bride? I think it was the Runaway Bride, where he just pulled the fucking... Remember that surfboard that fucking Margaret the Slovene had out of nowhere? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he just pulled that out, and he was like, oh, this has been here for three fucking years. Just on the <laughs> floor, just straight away. Um, so that's great. Um, but yes, the the Doctor's hand is getting a little bit um, excited, as it were.
2: Yeah, it's it's bubbling away. It's, it's bubbling it's away. It's a ruckus,
1: for sure. Why Why is it, by the way? It's explained later in the episode. Is it? I must have missed that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's all explained by the end okay, we'll wait, I'll wait for that little explanation, clearly, you um, wasn't paying attention
2: i I was I just I missed it all right I was I was busy making notes <laughs> well, there you go. I was see. busy noticing everything else that happened <laughs> in the episode well so so, what, should... what did you notice about this opening scene then? What? what I noticed, Nathan was that the hand is certainly bubbling away, yeah, uh, that's something that happened um just before I move on from it and forget, I just realized he does actually have a lot of storage in his tardis. it's the floor panels underneath the entire kind of circle around the console
1: i wouldn't call that storage
2: yeah, if you push all the wires down a little bit but that, but that's not
1: storage yeah,
2: but he's a slob St- he doesn't mind he can put, nah. throw stuff in
1: there storage is specifically for to store things it's not just taking something that already has a purpose and then shoving something else in there that's not storage well tell that to all the
2: things i put in my wardrobe that aren't clothes that's what i say to that
1: no yeah, wardrobe can be storage
2: Oh ho! So it's one rule for me and another for the doctor, is it?
1: No, a wardrobe isn't exclusively for clothes. You can have like a little shelf at the top, and you can put stuff on there.
2: That's true. I will. I will say that's true. Yeah. Anyway, now that we've discussed the storage <laughs> options, <of> this, <laughs> Um, I said that last week. I said last week that I was very excited for Martha to be doing. Another one. She was in the previous uh, two part of the Sontaran Stratagem and the Poison Sky, and I was happy that she was staying around for another one um, because, yeah, what, what's the face you're you pulling on me?
1: If, if this note is going where I think it's going, I might just tell you to hold down because we have some other stuff to discuss first, but I don't okay. know that, so continue. Okay. I was just saying
2: that I was excited that she would be here but then she's not really here.
1: Okay, yeah. Slow down. Okay.
2: okay. Well, I'm Cause... not jumping ahead. I'm just saying
1: general <laughs> thoughts. I all, right, was... but, all right, but some other stuff happens first. I mean, <laughs> the fucking title of the episode happens before that. So let's, you know, maybe get into some of that first. I like to all. discuss
2: general vibes at yeah. the
1: top. No, you don't. This is new. You're just from no, it's it... not. You're not for. Throw... That's not a general vibe. That's a specific note. I have a... Oh, fine. <laughs> Fine then what happens before the titles then? Well, Jenny happens before the titles. I think that's pretty important, don't you? Uh who's Jenny? What happened? She's a daughter's daughter. <laughs> I'm <laughs> having a mess.
2: Yes. Uh the TARDIS lands. I've got down that they are in they're, in the they're, they're in a tunnel. They're in the skins is here. They're in tunnel.
1: The tunnel, Lawrence. If you like this tunnel, well, buddy you're in luck. Oh, is this
2: one of the, the many redressed... <laughs> This, this is. is
1: this is the famous, the infamous Doctor Who slash Sherlock tunnel, um, okay, right? Yeah, has <laughs> has been used a number of times across both shows, um, and it will indeed come back up. So, have, well. have we seen this tunnel before? No, this is the first time it's appeared to us in our in our watch so far. I see, um, but not the last. So okay, so on that excited. is the
2: theater the same theater as Daleks in Manhattan? Probably, I don't know. I thought it did, because it looks a bit old-timey.
1: I don't know. I have no I idea. Don't I don't know either. Chris from Skins is here. Chris from Skins is here. He's not dead. Um, no. Yeah. He's, he's very much alive, and is a, a little boy
2: soldier. And then the, uh, they grab the doctor's hand. They're like, bloody hell, oh, you're clean. And they put his hand in some sort of machine that I guess makes people. Takes a genetic sample of whoever sticks their hand in. Makes them both the mother and the father of whatever comes out and that just so happens to be Jenny.
1: Yeah. But we don't know, Jenny. Yeah. No, she or she's also not called Jenny. So no, I like this. <laughs> it just spits out a girl. It's like, "Here, here's a girl." And then everyone's like, "Who's this girl?" And then the doctor's like, "That's my girl." <laughs> and he's that enthusiastic as well. <laughs> yes, no. This is it's the doctor's daughter and she mm. says, "Hello, Dad." Cuz she's
2: his but, daughter. You know, you know like YouTubers and their clickbait titles. Yeah. This is a bit of that, I think. No. Are you Not
1: at all. Do you not think? No, I'm absolutely not.
2: I think the title of the doctor's daughter implies that it's going to be like an actual daughter from his
1: past that like reappears. Is it not an actual daughter? It's not from his I... past, but it's not an actual daughter? No, it is an actual daughter, but it's mm. it I don't know, I just think it's very
2: like I I think I think it alludes to something
1: more historic. Than it does a title, oh, no. maybe. But I don't, I don't think that like at no point in watching this am I like ah, oh. you know?
2: Yeah, no. It, it, where it goes is nice. I just saying. I think they should have called this episode uh, "The Doctor's Daughter" that was made just now. Okay. Um... <laughs> it normally takes a lot longer <laughs> for me to wear you out. I'm surprised yeah. that you've given up so quickly with this. <laughs> Right, there's a little rock had, guitar we've had, riff.
1: We've had many arguments about your writing ability and um, <laughs> and that sort of stuff, so it's whatever, joking. sure.
2: Um there is a little rock guitar riff when Jenny walks through the mist, which I did quite enjoy. Thought Murray Gold went for a little different little fanfare approach, which I, I really... don't recall
1: I don't recall this guitar riff. It well, I can't remember
2: exactly how it goes, but it's definitely a more rocky element. Like jenny walks through it's before her hello dad line and it's like
1: you've you've said there's rocky things before and there's like you know like guitar riffs and everything like that and what it eventually turns out to be is like just a single note was strummed on a guitar and you're like yeah rock and roll but it's right yeah
2: but it's a little fanfare i don't say that murray gold stops and busts a guitar solo for three minutes but like there's a little
1: fanfare I, I've so, I can't imagine what it is. I just cannot picture it in my head. But what I, I can't stop picturing or hearing, I guess, in my head is the, the guitar Top Gun riff there. <laughs> you know that riff. It's
2: not quite as cheesy as that, but you're on, you're on sort of the right
1: track. Okay. Well, I, uh, I, I don't recall anything like that, but sure. Do you like her first line? I do. I do like it. It's fun. It makes it sense. It is a bit of fun. Yeah. She's her, she's his daughter. He's he's her dad. She says hello, dad. Makes sense. Sting. Sting. sting.
2: sting. Yeah, we spoke about Martha delivering the killer sting line. This is also a very good sting line. It's good. Um, it's iconic. I enjoy she, it. She, um, Georgia Moffat plays... George Georgia Moffat? Tennant? Yeah, George Georgia... T- it, she was, was Georgia Moffat at the time. That's where I'm getting that from then, yeah. Yeah. I just thought I completely brain fired then and was saying Steve no. Moffat as well. Um Spelled yeah, no, differently.
1: Jo- it's a different spelling.
2: Oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, Georgia Moffat um tells Moffat. a fun story. She has a fun anecdote about how her dad, who obviously played Lawrence, the fifth doctor-
1: everyone and their mum knows this story. Okay, at this point, this is People like might saying, be new. no, literally, no one who is listening to this does not know the story. Okay, this is like. This is getting into the territory of, like, watching Lord of the Rings and then being like, (laughs) did you know uh, when Viggo Mortensen kicks that helmet, he actually broke his toe for real? And that scream is actually his actual... Like, everyone knows at this point. Everyone knows she's the Doctor's daughter. Everyone knows she went to school with Colin Baker's daughter. Everyone knows they all thought everyone's dad was Doctor Who, okay? Literally everyone knows this.
2: That is not what I was about to say. I was about to tell you a fun story, and I was just setting up the basic fundamental facts you'd need to know for the story to make sense.
1: Tell me what you are about to say, and if it is literally anything different than what I just said, I will give you my entire paycheck. I won't okay. but go on. <laughs>
2: no no, hang on, you said it now, so I'm no, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna do that, that, Lawrence. Okay. <laughs> um she heard so the the fifth doctor, Peter Davidson, is a big fan of the revival series. He was he was hot on it when it came out in two thousand and five and he was very excited that there was more Doctor Who about. And I so know obviously... all this,
1: Lawrence. I also watched Doctor <laughs> Who confidential,
2: okay? I didn't watch Doctor Confidential. I just saw this as a little clip that came up on Twitter this week. No, you didn't. You lied. Why would I lie? Lie. You're right. You're you're being a negative Nelly. There are people at home that might want to be listening, and they're just sat there going, Nathan, I wish you'd shut up so Lawrence could get on.
1: They don't. I know what they want.
2: All right, fine. Well, then Nathan has spoiled it for everyone. My anecdote will not be told.
1: Perfect. Let's move on. <laughs> Fuck um... you. <laughs> no, go on. Please.
2: We've <laughs> been on it for so long now. <laughs> just fucking do your point. Fine. And then she said, she said, uh, "Fucking dad, I'm gonna be on Doctor Who." And he was like, "That's cool. Don't tell me anything." And then she said, "Can I, can I say the, can I tell you the first line?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure, if you must." And she said, "It's hello, dad." And they both had a good laugh.
1: Great. Everyone and knows and
2: I think that's a nice, heartwarming story. Why? Because it's just cute, isn't it? It's a bit of fun. It's a nice bit of little history about all these different generational Doctor Who, co- like. Colleagues just having a little funny
1: joke. Do you reckon Georgia Tennant gets sick of being like every interview she does? That like so interestingly enough, you you played the Doctor's <laughs> daughter, and you're you're actually the Doctor's daughter, <laughs> and you're also married to Doctor Who. Is that not weird? <laughs> well, that's very funny. Uh, so the thing is, yeah, like but she e- she must have known it was gonna come
2: though. Like surely.
1: I well I don't think she knew she was marrying David Tennant at that point because this is no. where they met
2: no but she can at least she, she at least knew that her being the doctor's daughter would come up in an episode about the doctor's daughter where she plays another doctor's daughter
1: yeah but I don't think she necessarily knew that she'd be asked about it literally for the rest of her life <laughs> well, it's a cool thing it's it's a cool little bit of history I like it No, I, it's fun don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying. After being asked about it in literally every single interview you ever do, yeah. maybe you'd find it a little bit grating after a while.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, she's definitely sick of telling the story at like parties she attends and such. Yeah, I
1: don't think she's telling it at parties.
2: Well, she might be. Other people are telling it for her at parties. Or she's I podcast to, and I'm I don't think anyone's
1: it. telling it at parties.
2: Well, maybe you don't know what kind of parties she goes to. if You want to invite it to
1: them? Yeah, I've, I've seen staged. No, her birthday is Christmas Day. Is it really? Yeah,
2: that's quite nice. So was George Michael's. I believe. No, he died on Christmas Day. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. I brought that one down. <laughs> Nathan, it's he funny didn't die that you on say... Christmas Day.
1: He died on he... Boxing Day.
2: Oh, George Michael. Yeah, I thought he died on Christmas Day. He died on Boxing Day. Are you, are you sure you didn't hear about it on Boxing Day? No, I think it was Boxing Day he died. No, it's twenty fifth December.
1: What time and where was he?
2: I don't fucking know. I don't. Because I asked could, his mum.
1: Because it could have been Boxing Day for me. You oh, could have been in Australia or somewhere. I, mean,
2: I should have checked with Google. They do have Nathan time, which is just wherever you were, which is
1: the definitive way of saying it. Exactly. You never know. Nathan, Jenny. Is... All I'm saying is <laughs> the exact moment that George Michael died. Okay. Surely yeah. it was Boxing Day somewhere in the world. That's all right, fine, but that's also not what you said, is it? But no, but no, but that's what I'm saying now. But like, okay. almost he, he almost certainly would have died in like L.A. or somewhere, which is like right at the end of the the uh, 24 hour clock, the the 24 hour. Um, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? The timeline. I don't
2: know. <laughs> I is don't that, know why you're asking it? me.
1: The, the the international timeline. You know what, the, what I mean, meeting anyway. Like. Because that's, like, right at the end of it. So, yeah. like, most, by that point, like, most places in the world would have been Boxing Day. So. I just want to ask you
2: why you cut off my Doctor Who relevant story that was only ever going to be told in this one episode to fill it with George Michael could have died on Boxing Day, depending on where he was and where other people perceived it happening.
1: First of all, you brought up George Michael, brother.
2: <laughs> yeah, I brought him up as a very quick... fuck fuck's sake. What? Oh. <laughs> I just don't understand. You're like, let's dedicate some time to this. Let's carve out this time. You brought him up. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't, I didn't do all of this, did I? I didn't start breaking down where he was when he died and all sorts. You know what I'm like.
1: I know. Yeah, I should never get into stuff. <laughs> that was very... <laughs> I don't know how to take that. You know what I'm like. Oh, I know.
2: Yeah, but you go on little tangents. Those tangents that we, we, we get up to at the drop of a fez as our favourite reviewer, our must-read review every week, says, they're mainly you just going down a path of trying to either prove you're right or convince me of something.
1: Oh, I won't do them man
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, Jenny blows up the tunnel. She's she's born, she's like, hello dad, and then she blows up the tunnel because the half are here.
1: Yes, they are. And yeah. they're shooting their little guns with their little... Um, practical muzzle flash does it look good or does it look bad no it looks bad i think yeah i think too because i'm just like there's not a gun is it <laughs> yeah
2: it just looks like the start of you know it looks like when you've just shot a flamethrower and then it has that little
1: flame at the bottom it looks like you're just trying to start the hob <laughs> you know, you're getting ready to make yourself like a, a bacon sandwich or something you just, <laughs> just it's just like you and you're just like doing that clicking thing and, it, and it'll burst up a few times this is just mm. what it looks like. They go, they go to shoot people, and it's just. I respect, I respect the the practicality of it, and you know, they've got the candle lighter there, like the i smell smelling the gas as well. Like the flame might come on. Exactly. Yeah, I respect the practicality of it. I respect the fact that you know they can do a muzzle flash without having to have an actual gun, and you know, no one's lives is in danger. So that's a good thing for a start. It's true, but I don't know. But I do it think great. it doesn't look good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it just doesn't look like a gun, though. They've it? done yeah.
2: muzzle flashes before, so I presume they've just shot blanks.
1: Yeah, yeah, they will have done. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, we just had an episode where there was a war, so <laughs> like a little Sontar and human war.
1: Yeah, but you know, you can try something new.
2: It's true. Yeah. Um, I'm glad they didn't try it again,
1: but <laughs> but cool. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, what do you what do you make of the hat? Do you like the hat and their little design?
1: they're they're interesting creatures i do enjoy they're like they're like walking fish they're wearing these little jumpsuits they got like a little they communicate through bubbles or something um and 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 it kind of like brings up a lot of questions about and and (laughs) and i think it's been mentioned in a few of the the tweets and emails that we get this week but it, it it brings into question the the functionality of the TARDIS translating um, system because... Oh, I suppose it does, yeah. Because, like, what is going on? Because, like... <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing. Not to, like, jump ahead, but Martha seems to be able to fully understand them. Like... Mm. No, I, all... I, think there's,
2: I think there's a learning curve. He start, The main fish starts to gesture a bit more to Martha.
1: Yeah, but but at one point he just bubbles and then she says, "Oh, language," and oh, that's true, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she she got fluent pretty quick, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so like I don't know. So clearly there's some kind of translating going on, but but we're not privy to it, I guess. Which is fine, but I don't know.
2: Yeah, that we've never been kept out of the loop before. What are they hide in those fish? <laughs> yeah, what secrets do they have? <laughs> Um Martha gets kidnapped by a little fish. I guess they just take her as a war prisoner. Don't know what the purpose of it was.
1: Uh yeah, who knows? Who knows? <laughs>
2: they just they just go fun little thing to do here. Let's take a prisoner. Maybe they so... think she
1: can help them and she can.
2: Oh she can. Yeah. yeah. Um so anyway, they they take then Jenny does blow the bridge and so yeah, all right. Now can I say my point?
1: You can now make your first point
2: of 33 minutes into this podcast, yes. Thank thank you. Um, I was a bit... I forgot that this happened, and I forgot that Martha was separated for as long as she was from the gang.
1: Yeah. She was also separated for most of the last story as well. Yeah. So it's kind of... I don't know. There's a part of me that was like, why why do it? (laughs) Why bring her here? Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, I'm not necessarily a fan of the fact that... You know, it's Martha's big return, and she spends most of that time just being separated from the action. And well, not necessarily from the action, because she's uh, kind of got her own action going on, but she's separated from, you know, the doctor and the gang and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, she's in a B plot. Like, yeah, she's in well, a B plot. She, uh, no, it's all the plot, it's just a different part of it. Alright, yeah, it's, but then I would like, say, like... It's not a, a beer plot in, like, a sitcom where, like, <laughs> no. oh, we're, we're, we're gonna make our way through these, this theatre and get to the source, and then the beer plot is, Uncle goes to a casino. And he... <laughs> it's not just, like, an unrelated fucking plot. An un- underage Martha's trying to get some beer in.
2: Exactly. A, a keg for the party. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, but it's, she's not with the Doctor. She's not with Jenny. She can't really weigh in on any of the Doctor's internal conflict that's going on
1: was it maybe a scheduling thing
2: do you think but then like just hold her off and bring her back in a bit Mm. like she's she's not to get into it but she's she will appear again in season four
1: yeah that's true spoiler alert
2: well well yeah i guess but like they know surely well maybe they've they've seen the infinity war poster so maybe maybe um but yeah no i don't know it just it just felt weird if it was if it was such a scheduling thing that the episode kind of had to be manipulated in a way that she just wasn't around the core tardis duo then mm-hmm. like why did why did she come along <laughs> i don't know it just felt a bit
1: weird do you think it maybe could have worked better if Donna and Martha were replaced as as in they switched positions
2: that could this. be fun yeah,
1: because
2: yeah. I also think there's a bit of writing in here for Donna that gets a bit muddled with who Donna is as a character.
1: What do you mean? Do you want to go in on that?
2: Well, yeah, because I, I feel like there are some points where Donna is very much like... Donna, As we've seen, Donna is probably one of the most empathetic TARDIS companions of the revival. She's very much like... She invests all of her time and energy into making sure that no matter like how weird these little aliens might look, that they're being treated fairly and will try and fight for their right as well. Um and she'll often go at odds with the doctor to do so. Um and there's 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 one line in this that she has where she's like I can't remember what she write. Yeah, she she calls Jenny not real, no offence, she says to her. She goes, yeah, but you're not real, no offence.
1: Uh <laughs> She does say that, but then she's also the one being like she's fighting Jenny's fight throughout the entire episode as well. Yeah. She's the one saying, like, she's your daughter, Doctor. She's the one, mm-hmm. like, s- convincing him to, to let her come with them and to, to carry on and to and yeah. and he and to have, like, a part in her life. She's trying to get the Doctor to open up to Jenny and all this sort of stuff throughout the episode, which I think... I, um, yeah, I see what you're saying. I think it's um, more kind of just like a... a a, a moment of weakness or just an a incident of saying the wrong thing perhaps yeah. i don't know i don't think it's a necessarily a um a, a whole like 180 character thing or anything like that no
2: no not not at all because like you say she does go on to mostly be jenny's mouthpiece throughout the episode of her point of view and her reason yeah um but i, I don't know it just felt like felt like a, when she said it i genuinely went that was that was weird coming from donna and then mm-hmm. the rest of the episode, she was fighting the good fight, and then I was just thinking like, oh, that was a bit muddled. I think the writers just, I don't know, it felt like a line that should have got cut <laughs> at some yeah. point. Um, so maybe, I don't know, to your point, maybe there is a nice, maybe there is a kind of slightly nicer to watch version of this episode where Donna is with the half and fighting for, because Donna, Donna's, like I said, Donna's good at empathising with people that don't necessarily look humanoid, the more monster archetypes of the show. She's quite good at Seeing a humanity in them, I think you're just
1: thinking of the youth.
2: Well, yeah, but but that's something that happened. Of course, I'm thinking of that's a past example of something I'm saying.
1: Yeah, but it's not just the youth, like no, but it happens. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't know. I um, I I don't know. I think just because like you know we have the the whole season with you know the Doctor and Donna to have there adventures and shenanigans and stuff and you know it's martha's return and i i just think that maybe the episode in the series could have benefited from having martha actually be involved with the gang and not having them separated again so yeah
2: just a weird choice considering the same thing happened last time. Last yeah week. she exa- was it, it separated is. by the monster. Yeah.
1: Exactly. If it wasn't for the last storyline where she was separated for most of it, then I'd then be like, it's fine. <laughs> but because she also spent those two episodes like just out of the action, then I'm just mm. like, <laughs> what's, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why I, I bring like Martha. I'm always happy to see Martha, yeah. but
2: she doesn't seem like she has a place here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Donna and Jenny are chatting. Jenny hasn't got a name, uh, and Donna christened her Jenny from the word "generated," which I quite liked.
1: "Generated anomaly," I think. "Generated anomaly." Yes. So, what would
2: what would that, what would that be then? Jenny, Jenny Ann. She should been no. called Jenny Ann. No,
1: <laughs> no. Gener, "Generated anomaly" becomes Jenny. There is no Anne.
2: Yeah, I think "generated anomaly" should have become Jenny Ann. They should have put the anomaly in there too. They did. The
1: "generated anomaly" becomes Jenny. Jen-a-rated Jen-a-rated yeah. Anomaly Jenny mm. Jenny I don't know <laughs> I think Jenny
2: answered than myself
1: What do you mean you don't know <laughs> There he is There's I his just fighting spirit It's back <laughs> uh, you, you you do that so often It really pisses <laughs> me off I I lay out indisputable evidence and the most factual thing that has ever been said. I give you cold hard facts and you just go, hmm, I don't know. Like, there's no... (laughs) (laughs) I don't care if you don't know. This is what it is.
2: Uh, Nathan, the Doctor, Jenny and Donna, they all go and meet General Cobb. They're taken to General Cobb because their hands are all too clean and um, private... Uh, Chris from Skins wants to know what's going on uh, I like this scene I like this I, I think this is a good little back and forth I like I always like it when the doctor comes up against an adversary who is just like so pro-war it's almost painful mm. and the doctor's just like I just I have nothing to say to you I don't understand <laughs> I can't, like, it's not even there's not even a point arguing his ideology they're just these are two people that will never really get along in the same room Yeah. Um, and I, I like the I don't know. It's I know it's the episode's point and all, but it is it is just funny when you clock that they are like they're both sides on this war are very much like we're going to win this war. We're going to fight this war to the bitter end, and they've both got a cloning machine that will just keep replacing their dead. So the war is pointless and will never end.
1: Well, um, the point? Yeah,
2: yeah, no, but I'm just saying I like this is where it all kind of comes out where the guy starts yeah. being really pro-war, and I just I like that. It's just a fun little plot point that just.
1: Yeah, silly. It's not. It's not a cloning machine. It's a a, a breeding machine. Yeah. First of all, they they can breed new generations and new soldiers, and it's you know their offspring or whatever in a way, which is why we have the Doctor's daughter, Jenny. Um, mm. here's something I enjoy about this breeding machine. It's like, sure, I'll make you a brand new person. I'll also put them in a little T-shirt and some leather pants for you. <laughs> it's exactly the right size as well
0: yeah.
1: i don't know how that works but you know sure and then that's the just one version. of them doctor who hand waves isn't it yeah and then the half version is like i'll put you in the same little jumpsuit that you all have <laughs> as well maybe they've got a setting like a little fabric <clears throat> setting in there that they
2: can maybe a fabricator that could yeah that could definitely be a thing that's true we've seen one as well so there you go
1: where have we seen one
2: well, no, we've seen a defabricator yes. when, the, when the robots make Jack naked.
1: Exactly. So please, note that. Apology, no. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, what, what else? We got. So we got this general guy, and he's like, we gotta find the source. Um, mm. Or the source. The source or the source? Yeah, well, well. <laughs> the source, as in...
2: O-U-R-C-E. As in ketchup and mustard. No, it's quite literally not the way I spelled it just then.
1: Which one did you say?
2: I said the... Hang on, this is going to get confusing. I said the... What he means is the source, as in the
1: source. The source.
2: Yeah. With an R. With an R. Okay. Um, There are many clippable moments of this episode where you could put it on Twitter and score some likes with a doctor being like, this is the source.
1: Everyone, stay tuned for Lawrence's shit
2: tweets coming in about a week or so. All right, Nathan always says this, but I get more likes on my tweets than he does. Yeah, because
1: you (laughs) have, because you have more followers, and most of them think Rodney is funny. All right, so Rodney's
2: Rodney's funny, Nathan. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, the Doctor, yeah, so they, they pull up this little map. The Doctor uh, and his gang and um, the Hath and Martha are kind of looking at this little 2D map, becomes Sorry. a little 3D map. Huh? So everyone, then. Well, yeah, no, but, like, <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to distinguish the fact that they're in two separate little places. Okay, all right, fair enough. They're not all crowded around. Martha hasn't made her way back yet. Um, and they're <laughs> all looking at this map, and what I quite liked was that the the Doctor's, like, Look at this, and he sonics it, and there's just more map. Yeah,
1: these, and I, I, I yeah.
2: just love the fact that these both both of these armies have gone. Oh, we never actually—I thought it was a cupboard. <laughs> never went down that way.
1: <laughs> well, uh, it makes sense though. Once what's revealed is revealed. Though. Yeah, yeah, it's it, true. Because you know, but
2: hey, we'll they, well, they won't know. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's um,
2: true. But it, it is funny that it just kind of opens up, <clears throat> um, and the doctor's like, "Look at this," um, and yeah. then. The Lost Temple is where is Basically, they just set a waypoint for the Lost Temple. And then the rest of the yeah. episode is kind of a little quest of both sides trying to get to what they, they want to get to the source. This is what yeah. I'm saying.
1: They want to get to the source. Yeah. What is the source? No one knows. <laughs> and and this is this is what I think is interesting about the episode. Because they're like... This general guy, is giving us a bit of backstory and exposition and stuff. And he's like, we're fighting for the source. And he's like what is the source? And they're like, I'll be honest, we don't know, right? (laughs) We're we're fighting for it. We hate the half. Why do you hate the half? Again, I'll be honest, we don't quite know. But but they they suck real bad. Yeah, we know we don't like them, so we're going to fight. And we've been doing it for generations, for years and years, so we're going to fight, and we're going to kill them, because that's what we do. And then it's like why like if 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 you've been fighting so long that you don't even know why you're fighting and this is obviously the point of the episode and what it's trying to say it's like why just carry on this pointless needless war where it's just death and death and death but obviously we'll get to all that but it's it's an interesting thing i think the whole kind of like idea behind it all i think i think this is one of them episodes
2: where (laughs) the idea of the episode is more interesting than the episode which
1: is like I I in a way I agree. Like the episode is a fun little romp, yeah. Um, but it, it's got ideas which are bigger than that, really. Mm. Um, but but I enjoy the episode though.
2: Yeah, I think the episode is is I don't know. I I I think it's like it's a good time. It's an easy forty five minutes to slap on. But...
1: <laughs> what? Yeah. You like, just said the it. same thing as me. <laughs> No, but I said it better. Oh, I um, see. Yes. But anyway, so the general then, he's like, well, I don't trust you. You're pacifist stock or whatever. Um. So then he throws them all in the jail, even though, like, literally two seconds ago, he was like, good work, soldier. We need more like you. And then he was like, <laughs> nah, put her in jail. We can't trust her. Um.
2: Yeah.
1: So so they go to jail. Um. And here's where we get, like, a little bit more, like, the doctor coming to terms with Jenny, but also at the same time being like, No. And, and that sort of thing, <laughs>
2: yeah. I think he ca- uh there's points where he definitely like catches himself feeling <clears throat> a, a little bit more than he he's happy to admit, and then he's like, "Yeah, but I don't like her anyway, so whatever." Yeah, and just kind of like does that ten thing where he just pretends he isn't feeling any emotion whatsoever. Yeah, um, I, this is where the episode gets more interesting for me. I think now that now that all the characters are done setting up the plot, I think it gets more yes. introspective, and they can actually have conversations about what it means for the Doctor to have another like he, i think he calls her like an echo of a time lord type character in his life yeah um which is more interesting i do uh, before that before we kind of get to the doctor and how he feels about it all i do like the characterization of jenny i think georgia Tennant plays it like really really nicely because she's brand new she's like a child and she's just mm-hmm. really inquisitive Have you ever been around like a six-year-old that's like you go you can't do that And go, why oh, because you can't goodness. yeah but why yeah and it's just like it's infuriating
1: it is i remember when i um when i used to live at home and my little sister at the time was like five or six or something um and this was like just before i went off to uni she would constantly ask questions when we're watching a movie and oh it would, no! It would just drive me insane. I she'd ask questions about the plot, and I'd be like, "Just wait, and you'll find out." Like, just, just. <laughs> but she's a kid, and she doesn't understand that. She's yeah. like, "Why are they doing that?" And I'm like, "It'll be explained. Just shut up. I want to watch this. <laughs> the film will tell you. <laughs> you don't understand the narrative."
2: <laughs> um, but that, but that is what Jenny's like. It's just like every. Like, every place she's learning of is brand new. So she is super inquisitive. She's super, like, direct. And, like, she'll frequently just interrupt the Doctor and Donna having a
1: conversation. Like,
2: what's that? <laughs> what, I does know, she, it... what does
1: she do without it? What does she ask? What's that?
2: Um, no, just, like, I think a Time Lord or something. She asks the Doctor what a Time Lord is.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she says, what are they for?
2: Yeah, that's right, yeah.
1: What are they for? They're not for uh, anything. Not time yet. lord isn't... Time Lord is one of those things where it's, like, it's become a little bit muddled, like, because it's not technically a species, but it gets referred to as a species quite often.
2: Yeah, so hang on. So what series logic are we working off of here for this
1: whole Because then it's something
2: else entirely.
1: But but, uh, as I understand it, Time Lord is, like, a position, a rank, really. And, like gallifreyan is the species like all time lords are gallifreyan not all gallifreyan's are time lords
2: but it's it it is more you are taken off to like an academy as a as a youth so it's more likely there are there more time lords than just gallifreyan's or is it like a i'm a human but if i was traveling around time and space i'd be like i'm a video editor
1: what the fuck did you just... Say? As in,
2: as in, like, <laughs> it, like, is it a popular profession amongst Gallifreyans? Or no. is it, like... I don't know, like...
0: Do you does see it what matter? I'm yeah, no, does not, it matter?
2: Not, not necessarily. Why is like, that relevant?
1: Because I thought we were breaking it down. I thought we were getting interested. But even... Why does that have to do with anything? I'm just curious. Does it matter how many of them there are?
2: <laughs> We've never got into this, because whenever the Doctor says, like, talks about, like what happened on Gallifrey and the war and everything, he's like, yeah, all the Time Lords are gone. Yeah. But, like, he seems to refer to any living life on Gallifrey is gone. Yeah. But only ever refers to them as Time Lords. I don't think he ever says Gallifreyans.
1: No, he doesn't. He always says Time Lords. Yeah. This so is so what I'm what... saying. It gets a bit middled.
2: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Great>. Well, anyway, <laughs> now now that we've confused Jenny for her simple question that she asked, Yeah. um, no i so so, yeah i do like that um but yes what i think does shine one of the the main kind of shining points of this episode is obviously the doctor grappling with like what that means to him um and he starts giving i wanted to ask you about this because you you have more of a knowledge of the classic series than i do um and also have seen all of new who up until this point um so we'll my, my, there may there may be some context for this further down the line. This daughter that the doctor mentions. Jenny. Not Jenny. Sorry, this this the doctor's been a father before Jenny. Yes. What's
1: all Which, that? What do you mean?
2: Well like, has he?
1: Well, yes. Of course okay, he has.
2: Alright, but like is are these characters that we know of from a classic series or like are these just is this just a vague reference to <laughs> make. Susan's it's his granddaughter?
1: Yeah, and how'd you get a granddaughter, Lawrence? Yeah, but like, like is that a person
2: we know of? <laughs> you don't just skip to
1: granddaughter. No, I there's, know there's this. i saying.
2: Beforehand. Nathan, fuck you. I'm <laughs> asking you if this has been a character that we've ever seen or know no, about from no. a classic series.
1: No, as far as I know, no. It, it could be, but as far as I know, it's it's the only member of the Doctor's family that we've seen. A hundred percent confirmed is Susan. Okay. Yeah. As far as I know. <laughs> Yeah,
2: again depending on what yeah. series logic you're working
1: with. Yeah, so obviously in the 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 first Doctor era, he traveled about with Susan, which was his granddaughter. Yeah. So that implies he has a family and <laughs> and so yeah. So I just like, I
2: just wanted to know if we'd like <laughs> ever seen like a son or a daughter directly.
1: Uh no, I don't believe so. Possibly okay. in a a comic or a big finish or something like that, but I personally don't count that as canon. So, okay. Um, oh, have you have you annoyed people by saying that? Is that maybe a pop, is that a hot take? I'd, maybe. Um, <laughs> if, if, look, fair enough. If if you know, oh my God, I'm on the defense this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All these hot takes. Listen, no, man, my, you said it. <laughs> no, I just I think my look, if if I think Big Finishes put out some interesting uh, stories and some. And it it kept Doctor Who alive during, like, the dark period, like, between its its cancellation and revival and that sort of stuff. So that's all great and everything. But my issue with Big Finish is, like, it will take just, like, the fucking... the microsecond of, like, time between stories, and it will fill it with (laughs) everything. But it would also... There's stuff in it which doesn't make sense canon-wise, because there's, like... The like the ninth doctor having companions before Rose, and then there's the eleventh doctor having another companion between um, Amy and Rory and Clara, which, if you watch the episodes, they that doesn't make sense at all because of what was going on with the Doctor and that kind of stuff. And it's there's I don't know there's just a lot of things which like. They're very eager to like fill in the blanks, where I think sometimes the blanks don't necessarily need to be filled in. Well, really.
2: I think even now, I think there's a, it, not necessarily a big finish, but there's like supplemental material for the fourteenth Doctor, which has happened in between Power of the There, Doctor yeah. And there's the a
1: Star there's a whole comic which was um, issued in Doctor Who magazine where like he there's a whole adventure with the Daleks before. The star, the star beast, episode. and then if
2: you take children in need into account, then he goes and invents the Daleks or gives them their name or
1: something. Yeah,
2: yeah, there you go. So that's you hate all that start. stuff and it's
1: not canon, right? Yes, I hate all of big <laughs> finish. Okay, good. and everyone who listens to it. No, that's not true. Um, I just I have my own issues with it personally, but oh, okay.
2: Hey, um, the Doctor has a toy
1: mouse. It, this is funny. I like this. I like this nice too. <laughs> this is just like I like it whenever he gets to rummage through his pockets because there's just I imagine there's just so much shit in there just useless yeah. little trinkets and gadgets and all this kind of stuff and he's like what have I got that can work for this situation Yeah, and it's a, a little wind up toy <laughs> yeah so.
2: I, there's something, there's something, I don't know it's a very very like <laughs> it's, a, it's a toy right so it just feels yeah. very childish in the moment and yeah. He, um, yeah I like that he kind of just like wheels it out it does its job it distracts the guard and then yeah. jenny being true to form a born soldier is just like we'll whack him anyway
1: she gives him like an 80s karate chop it really is isn't it it's yeah. very
2: like old school style yeah, yeah it's like oh yeah
1: like uh, almost third doctor-esque karate <laughs> chop which i which i enjoy um yeah the that's a good pure plan. chop yeah yeah
2: um, no, no, that's good stuff. I do like that. That um, Oh, and in, in amongst all of this is going on, Donna is, for. we'll have to say this for plot reasons, Donna is doing some numbers. Donna is noticing numbers on doors yeah. and walls. Yeah. Um, and just kind of making a note of this. Again, we spoke a little bit about how Donna um, was really, really useful in the Sontaran Stratagem and Poison Sky just by being the most human person in the room. Yeah. That will just notice stuff like this and be like, that's weird. Okay, and just kind of keep on keep a hold of it until it becomes relevant. It really does show her out to be kind of like one of the most like resourceful companions, I guess. Or like, I guess funnily, so. yeah, funnily enough, yeah. for like the the companion that bashes on her own intelligence <clears throat> for as much as Donna does. Yeah, she's like one of the smartest in terms of just like from a pure common sense standpoint. It just makes. sense. I think sense. that's what
1: it is. It's it's the f- common sense which is often missed mm. by. Uh, I don't know Like I think a lot of people in, in Doctor Who and, and the Doctor especially they're so busy looking for the big picture they're missing like the little stuff that's in front of them which yeah. is making up a lot of the detail and Donna's really good at noticing that detail and, and zooming in on it and seeing exactly what it means so, yeah. well,
2: she's, yeah. she's like I say because she's the most human she looks <clears throat> for what relates to her she looks yeah. for the things that she can understand so that she doesn't just feel like a spare part standing there yeah exactly um
1: and, she, and she's great anyway yeah while all that is going on um over on the other side of town, we got Martha and her little half friend first of all, we didn't mention this, but when Martha gets to half h q they basically just treat her like a little dog and they're all yeah, like, they're all petting her and stuff. they're all petting her they're all gathering around uh it's quite cute they're all just giving her a little stroke and stuff which which I find funny um yeah. the- I might cut this, but there was one moment where I did think of that meme where it's like, No,
2: (laughs) don't say it and you don't have to cut it. And then
1: those that know just know, but you know what I mean. I hate that I do, yeah. Okay, anyway, (laughs) but yeah, so Martha and her little half friend they're going on an adventure, they're walking through the um, the radiated land, mud, whatever it is. Doesn't yeah. seem like a great idea, but I trust Martha. She knows what she's doing, I guess. Um, and she gets a half killed. Yeah. <laughs>
2: really, really,
1: yeah. Yeah. He didn't want to boil- go.
2: Yeah, no, when it boils down to it, he was... <laughs> kind Of trying to make sure you were safe and also <laughs> yeah. convinced, tried to convince you not to do this because it's he was game-less. like,
1: I don't know about this. This seems like a bad idea. Maybe we shouldn't. She's like, Fuck off, I'm going. You can stay here if you want, cunt. Yeah, and then and then she goes, and he's like, Oh, well, I better go too. Then
2: and like, there was another way because all the half ended up there anyway.
1: Yeah, but the only idea was she would get there first. I mean, she saved seconds at best. Yeah, yeah, but... exactly. Right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, it just it comes down to, I think, whether you value. Ten seconds over yeah. a hat's life.
1: Yeah, personally I don't.
2: <laughs> I don't either. My my note says um Fishman <laughs> does what we all wish we could do, which is lay down our, our life for our queen Martha Jones. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not sure if Martha is deserving of it there. Yeah. I, I, I think I she's know. it's not like a selfish endeavor. She's obviously just trying to get back to her friends. It's a pretty sad death for the half. It is sad. And I and I think yeah. that to be fair, like that's played because i think martha realizes that she didn't take that warning seriously. Yeah. Um and it's it's kind of it's more of a guilty cry from her rather than like mm. oh this is so tragic this unexpected death that has happened.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> um, true. Speaking yeah. of um 80s and camp and karate shops, mm. we also get a uh, a backflip through the laser gate sequence which is just so camp and hilarious, but also just incredible. I think. Yeah. It's like, where else are you going to get this? You know? Yeah. What other show takes itself so seriously enough that it can do a, a backflip through fucking deadly lasers and it'd be 100% serious, but also a bit of fun at the same time?
2: It is a bit of fun. I like that everyone's wholeheartedly impressed by it. <laughs> what I find particularly fun about that is that Jenny just knows that she can do this.
1: Well, she's a soldier. All soldiers do this. My right. dad does this on the regular. Oh, okay. Well, fair <laughs> enough. No, but right,
2: taking that logic, right? Yeah. She's come out of a machine. I guess maybe she's a bit more souped up because of the Time Lord DNA.
1: Maybe. I'll she's got two it. hearts. We didn't talk about that.
2: That's true. More stamina, I guess. Yeah. For this. Bigger lungs. <laughs> um, but like, Chris, Chris from Skins thing. isn't... Yeah, Well, I know you are. Chris from Skins isn't doing this, is he? Well, you don't know. Yeah, but I know. Well, You don't know. You say that, but you don't. I don't. I think. <sighs> he, uh, no, maybe, no, could. I don't maybe they're all doing this to
1: back this up. No. Exactly. Maybe maybe this is all how they go to dinner. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe someone rings the dinner time bell and they're all doing this down the hallway. Right, well, you don't know, and they're all just walking normally now because they're like, "Oh, we got guests." Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: It'd be rude. Well, they're fight, it, if we were they're fighting around. a war.
1: This isn't good etiquette for a war. <laughs> but like, just for dinner time, they're all doing the the dinner time shuffle or whatever.
2: The dinner time—that's what it's called, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny gets to the lasers
1: <laughs> and she goes,
2: "Oh, hang on, what's this in my head? I'm just now forming this memory." Well, they're the, all the dinner time the, shuffle. <laughs>
1: They're all programmed. They're all like pre-programmed with knowledge of the source and the war and the half and all these battle tactics and stuff. Why not be programmed with the fucking the jumpies jump? It's true. That's fair. All right, fine. Yeah, fine. I'll concede this point then. Oh, thank you. My I favorite look- thing is when you concede the point.
2: I know uh, it is. You because lo- you love being right. You just I love do. it. Yeah, <laughs> I get a little thrill. just a little dopamine rush Um, the friendship with the doctor and Donna is good Donna has a a line especially that I really like (laughs) which is how the doctor talks all the time but he never says anything
0: I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me
2: obviously he's scared to take Jenny under his wing the last the last kind of time he got close to anything like this was the master when he was like I'm gonna keep the master as a little pet I'm gonna gonna leave him a little blanket out in the TARDIS
1: that's not what he said
2: but okay no but that's that's the implication is it he's gonna keep
1: no no he's gonna watch over him once
2: yeah in the TARDIS where he's not allowed to leave
1: at no point did he say he's gonna put a fucking blanket down and a food bowl out for him I think he's. It's a nice thing to do, isn't it? If you're keeping him, okay. he, the master did it to him. Yeah, that, that, but you, that's not what the doctor's is saying, though. At no point is he saying he's now my pet. <laughs> no, the master assumes that that would be the case. I think. Sure.
2: But um, no, what I'm saying is, the last time he even got like <clears throat> remotely close to this, he would like he would rather a life kind of holding on to the master rather than just kind of seeing him die um which i don't know i i I quite like that that like he's obviously got that trauma he's obviously got all the trauma of the time war which has been his thing since season one um i don't know i just i really like how he is so there's elements of him that are so impressed by jenny but he is terrified at the prospect of her even
1: like being around course here so this point he still thinks he's um the last of the time lords and he's still you know definitely afraid of um oh it's tricky because he's like he's afraid of um like you say letting anyone else in and he's afraid he's what he's afraid of is is having that hope and then having that hope taken away, yeah. like like he like he had with the master, finding out he's not the last one, and then suddenly being like, "Oh, trick, you are again," like yeah. you know, like so he's he's definitely afraid to open himself up and be that vulnerable again, which is interesting. And David Tennant plays it really well that sort of reluctance, but then he has moments where he he can't help a little smile and get caught up in it. And then he's like, no, I don't like this. And then it's yeah. all that kind of stuff. He's really good at that.
2: Well, he, he drops the mask completely after she does a Mission Impossible um, breakfast shuffle, I think we called it. Dinner um, shuffle. The dinner shuffle, my mistake. Yeah. Um, where, yeah, he just lets the guard down completely and just gives her a big old hug and he's ear to ear grinning. Yeah. And then he's kind as of as he said,
1: like, oh. <laughs> as, uh, as you said that she can come along with him at that point,
2: no, I don't think that's at that point. I think because this is just after I think she kind of earns that in his head because before yeah. she did the jump. Yeah. He was she stayed back.
1: Oh, but, she was going to shoot the the soldiers, wasn't she? Yeah, but her gas gun like. Wouldn't she's just light. a soldier. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Um so yeah, she she kind of again the doctor has that that moment mm-hmm. to her where you know she says like, well, you know, I'm a soldier, I don't have a choice. And he says, "We always have a choice." And then she mm. I guess she just finds The calling in those words, I guess, when like at the 11th hour when she's got the gun to the general. Um, It's not the 11th
1: hour, it's the doctor's daughter. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking got him! (laughs) You got no one but yourself and you call my shit bad. Like, fuck me. Nah, it's just a bit of fun.
2: Okay, oh, but when you do it, it's a bit of fun, (laughs) is it?
1: A bit of fun between friends. (laughs) Fuck's sake. Um, Also, side point, right? Uh... That general is stupid. I <laughs> really enjoy the scene where he's like you're a child of a machine come join us and he just like walks out in front of her while yeah. she's got a gun and then she points the gun at him and then suddenly he looks afraid yeah. like, he goes, he, ah. yeah, he looks like he's about to get shot like what was you expecting Like, she was just shooting at you and he's like I don't even think he has a
2: gun in his hands he's just hands by his sides and he's like yeah. come on then and she's like no no <laughs>
1: But then she she shoots a pipe because she realized, like the doctor said, she has a choice. Mm, A pipe with
2: mysterious green gas. Hey,
1: it's all. I think it was the the green was the lighting. It was. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, it was just gas.
2: Just gas in general. Yeah, (laughs) just that regular gas. That's fine. Just that regular gas. Yeah, (laughs) you know that one. Yeah, Um, but anyway, so she does a backflip, and then I think that's when the doctor really starts to see that. Oh, like she is maybe kind of a more me than i thought she was yeah she kind of projects that soldier lifestyle which is good yeah um anyway where do we get to we get well then we get to the reveal we kind of already mentioned it but donna has been counting numbers she figures out that you know if you put aside the first couple of numbers as just whatever weird alien date counting system
1: they operate on it actually reads as a week a week seven days which i think is a great reveal it's uh and one of the most interesting parts of the episode, the fact that the the war, this great war that they talk about lasted for generations and no one can remember how it started. It's a week old. Yeah. It's been going on for a week, which is uh, incredible, really. And in the fact that, you know, they're just constantly breathing through these machines and they're going through, like, what, 20 generations in a day. Mm. All of those die. They go through another 20 generations and they just keep up stacking and stacking and stacking to the point where... You know, they, they you're born in a day and then you'll die probably in the same day, and you yeah. just like get fed through the machine again. And it's just the, this point where it's just no one knows what's going on. It's just well, we're fighting because it, it, we have to. It's you know, it's <laughs> what what we do, I guess. It's it's really interesting stuff. I think it's,
2: it's great that like, and also it's telegraphed kind of early as well, like in the. That they never say it's been this many years, like you, like they they were clever to say it's been generations, generations. yeah, and like oh we should have maybe seen that coming, um, but we yeah. didn't. It is a it is a very good kind of pull the rug, um, and really lands home like obviously like we said the concept of the episode is probably more interesting than the episode itself, but like well you really, said that I didn't, I think you agreed with me.
1: No, I agree with that. I, I said it's bigger than the episode, not more interesting.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um. and i i just i think it lands that kind of point in uh, just like man if this is literally only a week this really is pointless like it's a week and it kind of takes up several lives of people yeah. and just like they're, all, they're born and they die and all they know is this conflict and it's as pointless as a week gone by it's yeah. it's really like it's not even a mark on history in the kind of broad scope of it all um yeah, just I think a really really cool interesting reveal. Um and I kinda, I kind of like how they all don't really know how to take it. They're just kind of like is this good news or bad news? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. They're all kind of like this means something, but they're all a bit confused as to like what to do with that information at first before they find out what the source is.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So so the source just the source big gas, yourself. isn't it?
1: Just a big floaty gas or whatever.
2: Just a, it's like a like a magical fart,
1: yeah, kind if of.
2: Could, if you could like UV light a fart, that's what it would look like. I think mystical, filled with secrets.
1: <laughs> Stop staring at me! <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to let you see in that for another one. <laughs> you want me to see in
2: my own mystical fart?
1: Ah, oh.
2: <laughs> very good stuff from me, Nathan. The source is a terraforming machine. I guess it just. It, you you crack it. It gets out the little gaps in the doors and the walls, and it goes and just does a makes a planet habitable.
1: Yeah, sure. Why not? That can yeah. exist. Yeah, I
2: mean, yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, I have no issues with that. <laughs> I mean, I I don't.
2: I think it's just fine. Yeah. It's 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 a good little plot device. I like that. Again, this is obviously the whole point of the episode. But I just it, this is where it, it lands for me, in just like two two sides that have both expressed like we won't stop until we've won the war we don't want to we don't want to end it we want to win it like they're Mm. they're all adamant about like we'll part with as many lives as we need to to win this war and what they end up winning is just life and the possibility of life
1: (laughs) yeah like if if you know they stick to what whatever plan they have and they you know they get the source At, at the end of the day who gets the source doesn't matter like yeah, yeah, doing the same job either way, really. So like, it's just about how many
2: people have to fucking die before you just like. I mean, what, what is that yeah. that quote that everyone bangs out whenever there's something sad happens in the world? The um the oh, quote yeah. there. The, the it's it's the twelfth doctor quote. It's like a Zygon thing, I think.
1: Oh, we'll get that. Don't talk about that now. We'll get that. <laughs>
2: okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, there there is a quality of like <laughs> both sides are just so like tunnel visioned that tunnel that the doctor who keeps reusing they're so tunnel visioned and they just don't they can't grasp the point which i know isn't their fault but at the same time it's just speaks to the larger thing going on
1: yeah but anyway the general doesn't like that and then he shoots the doctor but trick oh he actually shoots jenny because jenny jumped in front of the doctor yeah yeah so this shot that he
2: just fires off yeah like what is he hoping to get out of it? is it just an old man stuck in his ways kind of thing i think so
1: yeah he's just yeah. like this isn't how we do things you in your beautiful blue suit i'm gonna teach you a lesson that's <laughs> that what he says that's what him. yeah that's what he says fair enough yeah um <clears throat> yeah
2: i don't know man this 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 thing gets me jenny's had this kind of line that she's repeated a few times amongst the episodes um that she wants to see new worlds and mm. then she dies looking at the terraform fart gas creating she's calling new it world.
1: a fart gas i don't like that
2: <laughs> sorry I'll, I'll drop gas she looks at the terraform <laughs> fart and she says yeah, <sighs> a beautiful new world that I'll, I'll be honest that got me that was a little bit of a tearjerker for me really yeah, I I don't know. I think it's the way that Georgia Tennant plays it. It's very like, yeah, it's sad. It you just feel sad because she's like she's so let me like literally she's so young. She has just been she born is. on that very day. The age
1: gap police are coming for them.
2: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but yeah, she's that young and she's just devastated. And it's and mm. it and like you said earlier, when the doctor the doctor is so scared of having that hope and he just let it in. He just accepted that it might be real again. Yeah. Which would, and that was the exact moment it got ripped out from him again. And it's just like, Oh man, how many times does this man have to feel
1: this? Exactly. It's that, that worst fear he had, and then is, it was immediately realized yeah. and, and not only that realized in almost the exact same way it was with the master. Like yeah, it, yeah. the <laughs> parallels between those scenes, uh, <laughs> Quite striking, really. Yeah. Um, oh, which that's is true. I didn't think it- about it like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite interesting in itself the way he's cradling her and that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, and then he's the doctor taking the gun, going over to him, pointing it to his head, mm. and he's like, "I'm gonna shoot you," but then <laughs> I'm not because I'm better <laughs> than you.
2: <laughs> I had a. Full, I think we've spoken about this not on the podcast <laughs> before, but just in general. I mm. I have a false memory. Of, and I think I know where it comes from. Um, I have a false memory of the doctor whacking him with the gun, with the butt of the gun, like pistol whip in <laughs> his face.
1: I, th- are you, I think you might be thinking of the master in the end of time. Maybe? I might be,
2: but I also am fairly certain that my I watched this episode with my mum and my mum gets very vocal when she doesn't like something that happens on the telly. And I okay. think my mum said, or oh, at least hit him or something. <laughs> And I think it's just stuck in my mind. It's like that's something that just happened. I guess. Oh, okay. But yeah, he doesn't hit him. Doctor is a better man. Yeah. Uh, And the that should be the foundations of this new world, the new world that the fart is making for them.
1: Stop calling it a (laughs) fart! I don't like it. (laughs) The doctor never would. I think he would. Mm. I mean, he has. (laughs) <laughs> on numerous occasions I never would <laughs> me when I lie
2: <laughs>
1: yeah I don't know <laughs> Uh so there we go so the episode uh, wraps up to take Martha home oh Martha came back by the way um,
2: yeah, and that's <laughs> the, that's
1: the crime, isn't it?
2: She just has nothing to say. Exactly. Or
1: do. Yeah. Well, she had that look. She when Jenny gets shot, they were like, "Martha, you're a doctor. Is she going to be okay?" And then she gave a look as if to say, "No. she's yeah. Dead." I can see what you can um, see,
2: Donna, but probably yeah. not.
1: <laughs> no. Um. Anyway, so they take Martha home. They have a nice little uh, farewell. She goes Ooh. see her husband. Me. She's very happy about that, so that's fine. That um, um,
2: That's how I go every time I go home, by the way. I, I stand at my door, I look at my ring, and I get really yeah. excited, and I skip through my front door. Just saying, that's really true to life. That's how people act.
1: You are insufferable. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, but then we flash back to whatever this awful planet is called, and, yeah. and Chris from Skins, who is now the leader, I guess, is with... Yeah, a...
2: not sure what's happening <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah.
1: Not sure what chain of commands we're following, but okay. <laughs> um, um, Did and, you get the, and...
2: the nice clear messaging that it was one human and one half as well? Yeah, that was nice. I that like was that. nice,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, he's with his little half friend and they have Jenny just on a table or whatever. Mm. Um, but then she's awake and she's alive and she mm. she regenerated, but she didn't. Just she, got,
2: she got the quasi-regeneration where she got a little open yeah. mouth little gas yeah. thing. I was going to call it another fart, but I'm not going to do that.
1: Yeah, don't do that. And then she goes <laughs> off. She zooms off into time and space and off on adventures of her own. Yeah, mm. fun.
2: I do like the the way it's kind of cut just kind of makes it seem like Jenny got up off the table, ran out the door, and then the Hath and Chris from Skins waited for like a full 10 seconds. And we're like, right now we'll chase her.
1: Well, yeah, it does like she does wake up, and then it just immediately cuts to them like looking for her. Like, yeah. what Where's happened she in the meantime?
2: Oh, she might have 80s karate chopped. <laughs> yeah, them, like, I was gonna yeah. say,
1: she might have just got up and high them them. But... <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> um, but yeah, all in all, what, what, do you, what do you make of the whole episode? We've kind of touched on it a little bit, but like.
1: Um, Is this a certified it, I, banger for you? No, it's not a certified banger. That's yeah. that's that's like the the highest praise I can give on this. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. On this podcast, um, but I but I enjoy it. I think it's a good bit of fun. I enjoy okay. the what it says about um, war and pointless. Um, rivalries and and conflicts and that kind of stuff and I enjoy all of that and and I' love seeing George Tenon um, she is great as Jenny and and I would love to see Jenny come back um we'll get to that in a minute I think all right okay um but yeah overall just a good bit of fun I think yeah no I, I think so
2: too I think it like I have said I think the the concept is a bit more interesting than what the episode does um yeah. I don't think it, it touches on some nice stuff um but yeah there, there are just little kind of gripes i have with it the the whole martha (coughs) being there but not really being there kind of thing was a shame i also think and this is not a criticism but i i also think this is one of the most egregious let's save on the budget episodes of doctor who that we've seen in a while it's it's very like like the Hath are just people in people with like masks and um they have some good prosthetic, though. It's a hey, good, it looks good, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's a good mask. Like, there is very clearly... In this series, there is very clearly a Let's Save on the Budget episode. <laughs> and it's coming up.
2: Okay, yeah. Is it next week? No. Okay, what Oh, what week is it? It's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. The week, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 we'll get to it. It's the shuttle bus episode. Lawrence, we'll get to it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: But it's like it's it's, it's, like it's a tunnel, it's some bricks, it's a quarry with a bit of mud.
1: Like, yeah, but it's... all of Doctor Who is a quarry <laughs> with a bit of mud.
2: No, but I know, but like, and also I'm saying like, it, it, the Hath is still a good design. I'm not saying anything suffers for it, but like, where last week they were making like, I don't know, like 10 full body kind of like Stormtrooper armor sets and like all of this. There's quite it, a
1: lot it, of Hath.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of Hath, but the difference is... They're they're in a waist they're in not waistcoat they're in um they're in like a little boiler suit that you could just pick up online for a tenner.
1: Yeah, but they've all but their masks though. Like the Sontarans, they they didn't have all. They just all have helmets. That's true. Yeah,
2: I like the I like how far like because of the Sontaran body shape, it was funny watching Confidential and they just when they take their mask off, it's just half a human head. It's just like nose above. Yeah, just popping out of their little helmets. Um, but yeah, no, all in all, um. It's fine, it's not like an amazing episode It's not a bad episode either It's just, it's like, yeah, cool
1: Sounds like you hated it Do so no. you want to talk about Jenny? Uh,
2: yeah, well, it's time to talk about Something else, entirely Oh, Our new segment
1: is, is that you? Okay, well I okay. guess we'll find out <laughs> Um, yes
0: Weirdo
1: of the Wind. weirdo! Lawrence, this is everyone's favourite segment of the show where we get to take a chance and look back on some of the weird and wonderful and grubby little characters who come across on screens each and every week. Uh, Please tell me, Lawrence, who's your weirdo for this week?
2: My weirdo, Nathan, is Jenny. Why? She's not weird. She's not weird, um, but I just think <laughs> kind the choi-
1: of kind of the, uh, the one qualifying <laughs> factor you need for weirdo of the week has I, not been met. But I'll see where you go with this. I think a choice she makes is weird. Okay,
2: and okay. these you know we've had ten we've had more tenuous links than this before yeah, in weirdo. Okay, we'll see. Um, I think Jenny is, which Jenny very much survives. Right, yeah. Jenny is Jerry. J- J- fuck me, Jenny takes a bullet for her dad. She's yes. made some new friends along the way. She wakes up. Those friends are long gone. She gets in a little shuttle. She goes, time to go and explore. Right? She doesn't say, like, she. Her, we know her plan is not to go and settle somewhere and live happily ever after. Her plan is yeah. to see the stars and experience new worlds.
1: Go on adventures.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I think, I just think it's strange that Jenny is out there somewhere and has decided to just never show up ever again. To never like look for the doctor. I don't think it's
1: her choice. No, I know I it's, it's not more, her choice. I think it's more the writer's choice.
2: All right, but in character, in the world, well, she you don't can't know be that. looking too hard for him. Well, you don't know that. I don't know. I I just how think easy it... do
1: you think it is to track down the doctor?
2: People do it. <laughs> Winston Churchill's got his mobile number. Like it's Jenny doesn't. All right, I know, but like I'm saying, people <laughs> there's people that have it. Jenny, right. Jenny needs to visit the Churchill War Rooms and have a little trifle
1: through some of the, the cupboards. She also doesn't know that much about him, though, as well. True, I will take that. <laughs> she spends quite a limited time with him. She doesn't have a huge amount of information to go on. <laughs> so she goes around civilizations. Sorry, do
2: you know um, a man that never would? Is, have you seen <laughs> him before? Has is, is he been around? Um, she was I know, dead I... at
1: that point. Ah? Huh? She was dead at that point.
2: Oh, all right. She may have heard it. You never know. You don't know to what level she was dead. Mm. Um, But no, I don't know. I just I find it right. I guess it's more more kind of comes down to I'd love to see Jenny come back. I'd love to see Jenny. um, I mean, it's it's very unlikely that uh, I think I think this is these three specials that Tennant is doing is going to be his last hurrah. Um, I would never say never. No, I know never say. I know he said that before. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I think I'd I'd love to see her with a different doctor. I think that'd be really fun. Um, she's just a, just a great character with lots of potential. It'd be cool to see her come back. But
1: so. I think so too. I think it, I, I don't, if she does come back, and I think she should, I think it should be. It, it especially shouldn't be with David Tennant because mm. of obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, no, I have uh, I'd love to see um oh, Pete Capaldi would have been great. A Capaldi episode with Jenny would have Do you reckon? Yeah, that would like, Even Jody Waker, that would have been very interesting. That would have been interesting. Yeah. I would have liked see, to have seen that. Seen where, where that dynamic goes. But again, shooting at where Jenny episode. I'm all for that. I'd love that.
2: Well now that we're back in now that Russell's back at the helm is more likely to bring back because obviously, we, uh, that's the thing with Doctor. As it goes on, the previous showrunner kind of just a lot in a lot of cases, not always, but they tend to start afresh a little bit, and and mm-hmm. you know, there's often a new companion and a new maybe probably a new Doctor. I think every time has had a new Doctor.
1: Um, Jenny has had adventures in like again like big finish and comics and stuff, and I'm pretty sure she would have met other Doctors. In yeah. she, I think she actually has had. Uh, a bit of fun, and eventually with a fifth doctor, Peter Davidson, her own Oh, dad.
2: that is a bit of fun, I like that yeah,
1: but again, it's that thing where it's like technically before tenants time, and I don't mean, you know there's always like oh, I don't remember and whatever, but like you know yeah, it's just the time dilation of the thing in bobby it's yeah. it mean I don't
2: remember things, um Nathan, who is your weirdo of the week?
1: I have fucking no idea <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> you are tough, you have to think of one.
1: Lawrence my weirdo for this week um is is Russell no my <laughs> Russell's always my backup <laughs> but he didn't even write this so I can't even say um Lawrence my weirdo for this week is David Tennant okay. for falling in love with the woman who played his daughter <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> I cuz I love them both as a couple. I think they're both amazing people and yeah. they they're very nice people. They're very um, fun. Georgia they're, they're Georgia Tennant fun. if
2: you don't follow her on Instagram you're
1: missing out. It's great. Yeah. They're, they 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 also just seem like very nice, very down to earth people as well. Mm. Um I don't know, man. It's <laughs> it's that's not good it's, enough. <laughs> It's Chris from Skins. Okay, why? For kissing David Tennant's wife. We didn't talk.
2: We didn't talk about Donna's
1: womanly wilds, did we? Oh, that was fun. That was a bit. Yeah, here we go. My my winner for this week is the doctor for shutting down Donna's womanly wilds. That's fair. Yeah, he he gives her a bash to the ego, doesn't he? He does straight away. He's like, well, that's not going to work. So let's not even try it. I I would have loved to have seen Donna having a go and and turning on the charm and giving it the old seduction one-two. I think it would have been. And I, I, she could have succeeded, and she, she could have done a great job. Who knows what this so. guy's into, you know? We like... don't
2: know Donna's Riz game. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Jenny's Riz game is like 10 out of 10. She she gets a kiss in three seconds. Stop saying Riz. You're 26 <laughs> years old. I'm still down with the kids.
1: <laughs> You're not.
2: Nathan, have we got any tweets? Lawrence? We have so many. I love tweets. tweets. I just
1: can't um, stop tweeting. So um yes, as always, you can have your say on the episode. Let us know your thoughts if you tweet us at Still Got Legs Pod. Um I was gonna do a Gym MotherCon, but that's not it's just at Twitter. Um and then we'll we'll do some emails as well. Um but here we go. Um where do we start? Uh, first of all I will say um following on from last week um and we had a little the science talk about the atmosphere igniting Catherine. yes was, was very nice to get in touch and give us a a bit of an explanation i'll be honest i didn't understand any of it <laughs> um, it's it just a lot of science words but i i retweeted and i was like thank you this is this is yeah. great because it is great um so if anyone is struggling to understand that Go see that tweet and thank just, you very much, just Catherine. Just like us, by the way, we're, yeah. we're also struggling to understand. It. I, I, no idea. <laughs> it's just <laughs> not a, not a absolute Scooby Do, but Catherine is thankfully a lot more intelligent than us and was yes. able to to give us that great explanation. Um, this is from Kai Armstrong uh, at Kai without a K on Twitter. Is this uh, a first time tweeter? Uh, I don't recognize the name. No, I believe this is a a new a newbie a new a new uh, was it a Nubian a a, a newbie a, a Nubian a, a who a who who there we go a who yes yeah. shout out to Doctor Who
2: my but. wife proudly exclaimed <laughs> she was a who this week it was a moment
1: of celebration it was. Um... That still got legs pod. Love the Doctor's Daughter, a great episode, but I will never get over the man who never would speech coming from a man who bashed a caveman's head in with a rock. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, exactly what we said. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He, he definitely has. <laughs> uh so yeah, thank you, Kai. Um and just yeah, good point because very accurate. He, There's uh, a lot of blood on that man's hands, I will say. You can't argue with facts. (laughs) Yes. Um, This is the first of two tweets from Greg Cactusface uh, at G Cactusface on Twitter, who first of all says, I'm glad I got stuck making jokes about baseball because if I didn't think of that, I uh, I think I would have been stuck making weekly references to the horse drowning in the never-ending story. After this episode, uh, it is a very never-ending story the way that I half drowns. So yeah, uh, and then in the second tweet, he says, "Also in this episode, Donna shows off her skills with numbers. Sadly, those skills wouldn't would have helped her make the Oakland Athletics baseball team rise high above their pay grades if Peter Brand didn't do it a few years earlier." Uh, I I have no idea. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to assume this is some kind of <laughs> ongoing baseball drama that happened
2: i think we've full circled it to moneyball i i am probably wrong but Moneyball. there is the plot of moneyball is about matt damon has a baseball team and then uses statistics and numbers to buy players for cheap and ensure that they're worth more than they pay for i don't know greg oh and you think and you think that's that's peter brand is it I, i have no idea i just know him as matt damon
1: Okay, hold on. We're, we're, um... We could
2: have because I'm pretty sure that was Greg's first writing was about Moneyball, and both of us
1: were like, "We haven't seen Moneyball. <laughs> we don't Peter, know what that is." Peter Brand is a character in Moneyball. We have Google gone full circle. It. We confirmed it. We cracked the case. Greg,
2: now <laughs> you have our permission. Now, if you want to stop this, we love them. But you, yeah. now that you have officially gone full circle, you can leave with your head held high. If that is what you want, if not, yes. we will
1: still be here to read them every week. He did say, "I'm glad I got stuck making jokes about baseball." You're not. You can stop at any time, <laughs> yeah. Greg. <but> it's fine. <laughs> I think it's
2: now more of a personal thing of like what will the other listeners think of Greg? Greg, Greg knows that he's absolved
1: in our eyes. He can leave yes. if he'd like. Uh, at damn the lamb at damn the lamb on twitter says the family dynamic in this one is weird on a rewatch now isn't it uh this may be the weakest episode of the series but i enjoy it i think series four has zero duds question mark um well we'll talk about it next week um <laughs> also when i was younger i was convinced jenny was going to return one day and was constantly disappointed hey never say never damn you never know okay never know maybe maybe she will return
2: I was um, in the same boat, though. I, I was keen for Jenny. That's that's why it's like a scar on my childhood. Just Jenny, yeah. never seeing Jenny ever again.
1: Yeah, that's, fair. that's I think, fair. I
2: think it is the weakest of season four, though, I think. This one? I think so, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I know you're not a fan of next week, but I happen to love next week. I don't like how it came yes. to be, mm. but I do like the episode.
1: Well... We'll talk next week. Anyway, so, so that um, gonna have a okay. longer intro next week, just so everyone knows. <laughs> I've already got my intro planned for next okay, week. Okay, all right. Yes. Uh, not not the intros in the still got legs, bit, but the um we'll, we'll see. We'll get yeah, to yeah. it next week. Um this is from at Mangaminorus Acorn Holder at Soupy Soup Brain, and I'm still convinced uh, this person has changed their name on Twitter just to fuck with me. They yeah. haven't mentioned it yet. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they haven't listened to the episode by this point, but I'm still convinced they did it just to fuck with me. Okay. Um, I swear to God, if I see one more, did you know about how Georgia is both Peter's daughter and David's wife and Ten's daughter, I'm going to explode. Um, yeah, that's fair enough. That's, oh, so that's now I see
2: enough. why Nathan was hypersensitive about my story earlier on. No,
1: no, it's because it's Nathan a read very... this
2: and had, had gauged the opinions of the public. <laughs> And was calling me out with ahead of time knowledge, which I don't think I, is
1: very fair. I know <laughs> that's not what happened at all. <laughs> I was giving my own opinion on that fact. And hmm. um, this isn't necessarily um, about the episode, but at, um, uh, everything is anything on Twitter. I got in touch today to let us know um, that we appeared on their Spotify Wrapped. And um, they're in the top one percent fan of the pod, so thank you very much. That's that's amazing. That's great. Oh yeah. Um, if we're on your Spotify wraps, let us know. I guess. Please, please do
2: tweet. Yeah, we love to. We love to know that we're not just shouting into the void.
1: <laughs> Stroke our ego. We love it. Um. Anyway, that's it for Twitter. Um. But we got quite a few emails though. <laughs> um. So so we'll go over these now um this is a follow-up from our friend sam Connibear, who uh, was very gracious and sent us the uh, trinity wells autograph card incredible um hello nathan and lawrence in brackets i've spelt it right this time after your little meltdown <laughs> last week <laughs> um, i hope you all enjoyed the 60th and thank you for all the props it's nice to be able to give back to my favorite doctor who pod uh, I recently had lung surgery, and listening to your pod was very entertaining as I had the all-over tingles from the morphine. To go off last week's episode, I tried to go arse-free in the hospital gown, but they wouldn't <laughs> let me. <laughs> uh, and Lawrence is right: there is an MS in a lot of hospitals. Um, I knew it. I- I know. I still think that's Tory behaviour. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought of you as I was listening to you at work, uh, as I seem to bring up Doctor Who every day and feel everyone's eyes glaze over, despite how hilarious I am. That's right. Really, but I mean, this podcast was started because we talk about Doctor Who a lot and <laughs> just wanting to do so more often. So. We were like,
2: we may as well try and scrape thirty p per <laughs> advert on
1: this. Why not? <laughs> we haven't made a single penny yet. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> if anything, it's costly.
2: It's all in a Swedish account somewhere.
1: <laughs> somewhere in Sweden. That we, we can't access. <laughs> um, no, thank you, uh, Sam.
2: Um, once again. Oh,
1: I'm not even close to finish this email.
2: Oh, okay, cool. Uh <laughs> yes.
1: And then there's a fun little picture, which is a. Uh, I assume this is in Sam's office, but it's a. Uh, is this arse a... out
2: in the hospital picture? No,
1: no, no. It's a, it's a, a, a laminator um in sam's office but it's got a dalek on it and he's screaming laminate instead of <laughs> exterminate so that's a bit of fun very good uh the doctor's daughter is another grubby episode which again separates martha as she is again captured uh she does however show what makes her a great character and that is i said deep empathy as a person and a doctor the half step is particularly heartbreaking I always used to rank this episode low on my list, but after a rewatch, I love the concept of an unending war where no one really remembers why it started and the twist of it only being uh, waging for a week. Like all great sci-fi, it holds a mirror up to reality. The half design is great, and it's great that the TARDIS doesn't translate the bubbles, uh, and, that cor- and that corrugated iron is still going strong in the future. Cobb is a great foil for the Doctor with his hawkish rhetoric, even if he is the most aggressively Dorset man ever made. That's, That's true.
0: He really is, Dorsey, yeah. yeah.
1: Doctor. Doctor. <laughs> uh tenor's performance is uh some of his best work in this episode with a real sense of loss and regret at his participation in the time war donna gets plenty of chances to shine being the doctor's conscience uh, and figuring out the mystery of the war all in all good episode of doctor who with plenty of silly moments like gymnastic jenny <laughs> uh, in brackets she's got the bronze <laughs> <laughs> very good Very good indeed. Georgia Moffat shines with enthusiasm and energy uh, of someone who has just been born. And of course, we all know this as her and David's first meeting. That's true. Um, (laughs) Then There's a a picture of a meme that Georgia tweeted. um, And it's just about David Tennant being named uh, one of the top three DELFs of the year. And now he's just very excited about that. Um, big love to the, out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, big love to the boys as always. Uh, love from Sam, the formerly official Doctor Who non-binary person in brackets. Bloody Rose Noble. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry that they took your crown, Sam. But <laughs> 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 well, there we go, bit of fun. Thank you very much, Sam. Incredible stuff. Uh, this is from Taylor, <laughs> and it's titled "Started Watching Again." Evening, fellas. Might be weird for this, but been listening to the pod since New Earth, uh, but I've only just got back into actually watching the show. That is weird. Sontar, okay, with the Sontaran stratagem, created myself a sneaky BBC iPlayer account. D- <laughs> I don't know if I didn't read this. <laughs> did
2: you read the email? Did you read the full name? Uh, no, email? but
1: no, but I did say the full name. But bleep the bleep the surname and read this part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, don't and won't pay for a license. Mate, you
2: can't be can't be saying that, all right? You they'll, they'll get you. You'll you find you. <laughs> right.
1: We've bleeped your name. We're doing you this favor. <laughs> this is for your own protection, Taylor, okay? Uh, and got stuck back in last week and I've just finished turn left. Some bangers penned in to be reviewed. Interesting. Uh, also, my new game is trying to see if I can guess who will be picked for Weirdo of the Week. That's a fun little game. Mm. Uh, thanks for the Bik- <laughs> Nathan no, still playing it this week. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was uh, who was it? Was it Chris? Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. So you're still playing it? <laughs> no, I know no, exactly it was... who it was. Who was it, Lawrence? Who was it? <laughs> no, I forgot that song. Uh It was the Doctor for not letting Donna do a womanly wild. There um, you go. Thanks for the bickering, ridiculous tangents, and terrible bits. Uh, keep up the good work. Look forward to this every Monday. This is a must listen for me every week. Very Same from good. Outlook for iOS. Thank you, uh, Taylor. Yes. No last name. No, um, Redacted. <laughs> redacted. Well, you won't, redacted.
2: don't. BBC, you might make the show, but we are not <laughs> your friends. Hey, hey. Unless you want to make us the official Dot 2 podcast, in which case we will change our tune.
1: Oh yeah, why why not us? Anyway, yeah, what the be. fuck's this about? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um this what whoa, wait, which one's next? Uh this one is from Matt K., <laughs> hey nathan and larry um I've got, <laughs> no <laughs> i've got some relevant questions this week about the doctor's daughter episode of Doctor who uh once again i'm bringing up the tardis's translation circuit which should telepathically translate alien languages but apparently this doesn't apply to our lovable fish humanoids the half I believe the translation the translation circuit, like many of the things in Doctor Who, is only relevant when the plot calls for it. So this will probably be my last email about the matter. Lol. I mean like yeah, that's true. Most things in Doctor Who it's as you know, as the writer remembers it, really. Yeah, like, pretty much.
2: The the rules are yeah. always changing.
1: Yeah, 100%. Uh, Fun fact, the location of The Source was filmed in Plantasia in Swansea, uh, which is surprising because in three years I lived there, I only saw it open a handful of times. Although, weirdly, I once went there on a date, and then a couple of months later, all their carp died. Probably unrelated. (laughs) (laughs) Probably unrelated? I mean, <laughs> that seems suspicious if you ask me. Yeah,
2: that, uh, that definitely. Also, just the inclusion of it itself just begs for an
1: investigation. <laughs> yeah, I think you might have incriminated yourself there, Matt. <laughs> eh? uh, all the best. You're not Taylor as well. We're not redacting your
2: name. <laughs> you're killing <him>, fish.
1: <laughs> all the best. Keep up the good work. Uh, thank you very much, Matt. Uh, this one is from uh, Who. That's the name. So again, I think they've written before, and I think it's like a just a burner account. It's definitely a burner it, for, uh, this, yeah. for this purpose, yeah, for this silly little thing, yeah. Yeah. Um. Hey there again, Nathan and Lawrence. Uh, Lawrence seems confused on the dimensions of the TARDIS. Listen in... here, Doctor
2: Who. All right, <laughs> Dockey Who, Oh, my mistake. Yes.
1: <laughs> right, go on about this dimension then. Uh, in the latest episode, it's still got legs, uh, so allow me to explain. The interior isn't a different place. It's not like the box is in London and the inside of the console room is, black, is back on Gallifrey. The interior is just another dimension. Picture it like this. Imagine a box. Ordinary. Then on one of the sides, cut a hole and push a deflated balloon through the hole so the body of it is inside the box and glue the ends together. Now, inflate the balloon. Normally, the balloon will filter the shape of the box and then be forced to stop. The Time Lord Science comes in where it doesn't have to stop. The balloon keeps expanding for as long as you put more air in, and now even though it's inside of the box, it's bigger on the inside. You lost me a balloon. Okay. <laughs> <Right>. well, <laughs> I think that's a you issue. More than, <laughs> more than anything else. Uh, The model of dimensionality and inflation is actually similar similar to some theories of early cosmological evolution in our own universe. This universe expanded from the Big Bang, but there was nowhere to expand into if there wasn't space there already. So it was, in effect, creating a space bigger as it expanded in a way... The universe itself might be bigger on the inside from an outside observer. I think our listeners are too smart for us. I was because... just
2: about to say the same thing, Rad. Do we we frequently talk about how we do not understand all the science in this sci-fi show. And I never considered up until now that doing a sci-fi show themed podcast would bring out some of the nerds. And you guys are, <laughs> you guys are great. But like, I don't know what that meant.
1: <laughs> we're, we're, we are two dumb himbos, all right? We Does don't it have anything to do on. with Bunsen burners? We just look good and like Doctor <laughs> Who. <Okay. Yeah. laughs> I look, Okay
2: But the, keep them coming. I very much appreciate it. I don't understand it, but now I'll be able to go back on the account and read this email With someone ask me a similar question. Love the podcast and love listening
1: to you guys every week. Keep up the good work. P.S. Feel free not to read this on the podcast if it's not interesting. I just thought it was interesting and wanted to share Tough luck, we read them all out no matter how uninteresting they are. Um, if this show ever gets
2: really popular, right, we're just gonna <laughs> this is it may as well just become a Doctor Who email podcast. I've made the
1: commitment that I'll read every single one out, no matter how many we get. I mean you've been going now about twenty minutes. I know, I know. And we've still got quite a few to get through. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, thank you, Docie Who. Um that is a, a good explanation. Just it's too smart for us. Like yeah. we we are dumb dumbs. So but that
2: that is not to say it is not interesting. We are interested. We just lack the,
1: the capability <laughs> to understand. uh The doctor's daughter feedback from Sam Nixon. Hello, the beautiful suit. Oh, sorry. Hello, the beautiful blue suit boys. I uh, uh, don't know about that. Yes. Have you thought about how a fish drowns in this episode? <laughs> that's good. I didn't actually.
2: Just, uh, just opening line. No notes on that email.
1: That is flawless. Uh, that's great because yeah, a Have fish you does thought drown about it. <laughs> incredible uh p.s has your confidential needs been satisfied by the new unleashed show i loved it possibly even more than the star beast itself looking forward to its continuing into shooty's era cheers um i did enjoy Doctor two unleashed it was a good bit of fun it was nice to have that sort of behind the scenes thing return so yeah enjoyed it very much indeed 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 did you watch it i did yeah they brought
2: back a um they, they're touching back on their roots it's just hosted by the most aggressively welsh man
1: you've ever met it's, um, it's always over Like a lot of the crew, which makes sense because it's like it's a Wells production, but like a lot of the yeah. crew are like, Alright boy, come by in now, I'll show you how we <laughs> fucking do this, eh? I will say I miss the um I miss the thrown together <laughs> element of Confidential. It's
2: obviously Unleashed is very produced and obviously highly it's got a bigger budget, whereas Confidential is just
1: like, What a Jerry film on his phone? Throw it in, <laughs> throw it in confidential. What what I liked about Confidential is um Obviously, a lot of people who work on crew, like, for for this type of stuff, they're not actors and they don't want to be on camera. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a reason they're not on-camera personalities. So then you've just got, like, Derek, who works in props <laughs> or whatever, being like, well, I, uh, I made a, a hat for this gentleman here. I'm a, I'm,
2: today I made a goo. <laughs> yeah. I made a I made a goo that I think David's standard in later. I'm not really sure.
1: It's great, I love it. Yeah, um, And then you've got that from... one
2: consistent guy that's in all Shut the Shut up! Cinch- no! This
1: is from... Lawrence, <laughs> we've got so much to get through. Fuck me. Uh, this is from Tom Hardwill. Uh, good day, sirs. Absolutely love the pod. Keep up the good work. However... Oh, okay, think, you better think <laughs> long and hard about what you say next I have been left absolutely heartbroken uh, the past two weeks as during the Sontaran double header, Operation Blue Sky is go, go, go yet there was absolutely no mention of the king himself Mr. Blue Sky Elton Pope <laughs> Hang on uh, Hang on Wind it back, what? So it's Operation Blue Sky in in the Sontaran storyline. Martha Jones says it. Operation uh, Blue Sky yes. is go, go, go. And uh, Elton Pope from the, uh, the off He dances he, around. He loves, love, he? he loves ELO, Mr. Blue Sky. <laughs> yeah. Look, <laughs> all I will say is um, Elton should be tried at the Hague for his <laughs> <laughs> for his crimes against humanity okay you tell me off when i go
2: into detail about elton i called what did i call him a road fucker or? Something? yeah
1: that's why i tell you off for that i didn't say that he fucks okay? road man he does <laughs> stop we look we will try to avoid bringing up elton as much as possible and i do apologize for that tom um Nevertheless, I'm already buzzing for my next fix of you two. Well, thank you very much, Tom. I appreciate it very much. That is very good. Um, but we're not going to bring up um, Elton. Um, and, oh, that's the last one actually. <laughs> oh, out with the bang. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, out with the bang. Um, thank you, everyone, for getting in touch. <laughs> that was a I said. bang. Yeah. Usually, what I do is I tweet out the um, the 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 ask on on Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday mornings for our for because we record on Wednesday nights, nine p.m. For anyone who's interested, if you want to, if you want to come see us, um, in our bedrooms, in our bedrooms, yeah. Uh, neither of us are in our bedroom. <laughs> no, we're both in our home <laughs> offices. Yes. <laughs> um. Otherwise, yeah, those so are y- spare bedrooms. Yes. You like I say, usually I I tweet it out Tuesday morning, and then what I would usually do is I will retweet it on a wednesday to get some more traction to pick up just a few extra questions i didn't need to do that this week because i was like we got a lot well, here. slow down boys <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not gonna say that because then next week we'll get none um <laughs> thank you everyone i really do appreciate whenever anyone gets in touch with this silly little show yeah and um, it, it baffles me that people still listen to it um so thank you very much i really do appreciate it
2: as it yeah it's, it is very nice to know like i said the one that we're not shouting into the void but also i, I think it brings about a nice sense of community which i really like about doctor who. most yeah. of the doctor who crowd are very wholesome yes. apart from all the incels
1: yeah also uh, you the, we do this at the end so like if you don't want to listen to it you don't have to like if you just yeah, yeah. listen to the the main bit uh you know up until after weird other week that's fine too that's fine you can drop off at that point just listen to the ad at the end as well. Though. Yeah, so, yeah. Just yeah. make sure you fast forward yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, this should
2: be just... this should be still got legs unleashed <laughs> where we get into all the nitty gritty stuff.
1: Maybe, maybe yeah. it won't yeah.
2: be though. We'll, we'll, no, we'll keep it the same way it is. Um, yeah. Nathan, speaking of keeping things the same way it is, I'm going to do this intro the same way I normally do it. If that's all right with you.
1: It's an outro, but yeah.
2: Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That was a lot of emails, all right? <laughs> it was. A lot of science as well. My brain's mush. Uh, that was a you- lot of
1: science, yeah.
2: Yeah. Thank you very, very much for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, then please feel free to leave us a review. Five stars, no less, please, on your podcast platform of choice. Nathan, before I go on, do we have any reviews to read out? <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is the uh, latest review. This uh is says absolutely five stars. Splendid audio accompaniment for my morning brown as I stare at posters of Cowdoy. The joke there is it was a review for the Auntie Donna podcast. <laughs> I'm doing a new one. <laughs> I'm doing a new joke. <laughs> is that anything? I don't know. Is the joke that you
2: have just read out someone else's review for another show? (laughs) Yes. It's not a joke. It's just you doing
1: something. No, it's 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 a review. Nathan, do you think
2: we've been here long enough?
1: Uh, here's another one just at random uh, this one uh, is five stars it says still got it a wonderful podcast about a 60 year old show that goes off on various bizarre tangents at the drop of affairs and must listen for me every week especially as this review is read out every week never stop and I never will no. I might but you know you will
2: it's, it's tough to say uh, you can everyone if you're listening follow us on Twitter that'd be much appreciated you can find us at still got legs Uh. You can give us a little tweet.
1: You can... What? This review is called Broden Kelly Fucked My Dad. That's the <laughs> title of the review. The review is five stars. And then the actual review itself says, See above.
2: <laughs> Stop doing this.
1: Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Come back the next week to see which podcast reviews I read out. <laughs> No, this is nothing this is absolutely nothing I think it could be a fun bit <laughs> I'll read out a review from a different podcast <laughs> fuck's sake. maybe yours let us know your podcast that is true yeah do let us yeah. do that um, I have forgotten our Twitter ad. is it still got
2: legs pod or still got legs still, still got legs pod there we go uh, follow us on Twitter at still got legs pod uh, you can let us know what you think of certain episodes like you all did this time where we had like a million tweets and a million emails Nathan I don't know if you're aware of this. Uh, I was only recently just informed that we have another podcast.
1: We do. It's called Another Happy Pod. It's our pop culture podcast, uh, where each week we will discuss either a movie, a TV show, a video game. Right now we're getting down and cosy in crime drama Christmas Yay. as we discuss uh, Broadchurch. We're going to be talking about all three seasons of Broadchurch over three weeks. Um, so if you don't have enough David Tennant in your life's I could come join us, because tell you, it's David Tennant Overkill at the moment, isn't it? I'm watching three shows, when, and two of them are the same show. I don't know how that works. I'm watching three different shows concurrently, and two of them are the same
2: show. Is, how does it, that work? It is a lot of David Tennant. It is also a lot of Doctor Who guest stars and some other Doctors thrown in the mix as well. Um, yeah, if you do want to check that out, the first uh, episode of Crime Drama Christmas is already out. Uh, if you If you're listening to this right now, uh, you can go to over to that feed and Broadchurch season 1 will, will be available. So have a good time listening to it.
1: Yes.
2: Yes. And also while you're at it, thank you very, very much for listening. Thank you very much for all your tweets and emails. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>